Hi, and welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen Irace. I am a teacher, a life coach, a lifelong learner, and an ADHDer. I created this podcast to create community, to create a place for us to learn together as the newest research comes out about this complex neurodevelopmental disorder. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Authentically ADHD with me. How was your holiday? I am a teacher, so I had a two-week quote-unquote break from school, well, work, school. Um, Usually it's pretty relaxing, but last year and this year, um, we're just plagued with sickness over break. Last year I was sick. Um, and then this year it seemed like everybody in my household got sick at some point throughout the break. Didn't really feel like a break for me because most of the time these other people in my household are working. So, uh, you know, I just, I didn't get a lot of quiet, I wanted to get a podcast out before today, but this is the first quiet that we're really getting, and it's my last day of break. So there's that. (laughs) How is your day going? I hope it's going fabulous, and I'm so glad you clicked on today's episode because we're about to talk about one of the very few keys that there are to living a happier more fulfilling life. And I don't want to get into it and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't really think this applies to me. Today we're talking about self-concept. We're talking about the thoughts and feelings you have about yourself. Now, wait, 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 please don't turn this off because you may think like, oh, I think great things about myself and this and that and the other thing. But here's the thing, until we actually write down these thoughts that we have about ourselves and the feelings that we have about those thoughts and examine them and put purpose to them and meaning to them and start living them, it's not until then that you really, really know yourself to where you have self-awareness, you have a self-concept and you can live a happier and more fulfilling life. So I'm going to backpedal a little bit here. We're going to go back about a year or two in my mind. Um, Because like time blindness, I'm pretty sure like a year and a half-ish ago. Um, But even like last Christmas around this time, I was, shall we say, a negative Nancy. (laughs) I did not have a growth mindset. It was very fixed. And now this is like going a year and a half, two years ago. It was a very fixed mindset of um, black and white thinking and a lot of cognitive distortions. So like distorted thoughts, things that like don't make sense. Like I can only do this if, and like, it's like, oh, I could only start a podcast if I had something super unique 
to start it on, right? It's like that stopped me from doing a podcast about ADHD for like six months because there were other podcasts out about ADHD, but I felt like I couldn't write a, do a podcast. It wouldn't be successful if it wasn't unique and like the only podcast on that topic. Like how ridiculous does that sound? So I would shame myself every day for not being able to come up with a better idea when really my skills lie where they are in talking about ADHD and the different things that are great about it, the things that suck about it, and the things like this about it, um, where there's more than just your confidence tied in. There is a few other things that I am going to talk about on this episode. We're going to talk about your family of origin a little bit. So uh, your mom, dad, like family of origin, where you came from, biology. Um, There is going to be a little bit of trauma talk in this episode. And there is going to be a little bit of talk about emotionally immature parents. So that is your trigger warning and stay tuned. Let's get started. Hi friend, would you do me a really quick favor and scroll up to the top of your podcast app and rate and review the show for me? I would really appreciate it. If not, at least maybe share it with a friend or somebody you think could benefit from it. That way I can make sure I'm helping as many people as humanly possible. Thank you for listening, rating, and reviewing the show. Hey listener, if you're enjoying this show, you should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and hit click follow, It'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one. So what is self-concept? To put it simply, your self-concept is the collection of the day-to-day thoughts and feelings that you have about yourself. It informs what you do, what you think about, and like what and how we do things, and then our emotions about it. So our self-concept literally informs the way we show up in the world. So I invite you I invite you to give yourself a minute to think about it. Like what are some of the thoughts and feelings that you have about yourself on a daily basis? Did you know that childhood self-esteem is a significant and accurate predictor of adult competence. 
So let's talk a little bit about how trauma can play into this. So what is trauma, first of all? We're going to be talking about big T and little t trauma. So the difference between those things is big T trauma, one big, huge event. Soldiers from PTSD getting abused, an unexpected death, a cross-country move, something unexpected, big, that is life-altering. Little t trauma is usually... It, can't, it doesn't have to be a lot of, but it could be a few, some indirect traumas. These include not being emotionally safe or things like during your childhood. Little T trauma can be emotional neglect, not emotional abuse. That's intentional. Emotional neglect is not in, intentional form of abuse. It's usually done by parents who are emotionally immature. So because ADHD is so highly heritable, it's safe to assume. And I'm saying for the most part, it's safe to assume for the most part. I'm not saying this applies to everybody that one or more of your parents or close relatives also has ADHD. It's probably not diagnosed. If it is, then great. But if it's not, I mean, it's probably not. Let's just be real. If it isn't diagnosed, it's even more likely that a lot of us with ADHD were raised by emotionally immature parents or parents. This leads us to not always feeling emotionally safe. And as kids, we're conditioned to believe that having big emotions is wrong. So everything we go through in life provides evidence for our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions throughout life. Sometimes we don't even really know why. I read these two really interesting studies um, done in like 2017. One suggested that stressful life events in childhood, including trauma, can predict ADHD. The other was based off of the ACEs test that stands for adverse childhood experiences. So things that you may have gone through in childhood that were adverse to quote unquote the norm. So some of these things shaped our worthiness, our self-love, our self-acceptance, and overall likely shaped our self-concept we have today. When I was first asked to put down the thoughts and feelings that I had about myself, and then I did it, and then I read it, and then I cried. I cried a lot because the shame and the disgust and the absolute just berating thoughts that I had about myself was just, it, it was just, it was heartbreaking. So, as I read on the two studies, like I read about them and it dawned on me, undiagnosed and even sometimes diagnosed children with ADHD are also often bullied, told they are lazy, that they don't care, and sometimes we're even called stupid. So again, childhood self-esteem is a significant and accurate predictor of adult 
competence. So our ADHD brains are already two years behind. Okay, then maybe you get bullied at school. Maybe I get bullied a little by uh, by your parents. Maybe, you know, you're a little emotionally neglected because your parents don't know how to handle emotions because they have ADHD or something else. And then we grow up and we are not considered competent adults sometimes. And this is, this is dawned on me that all the trauma that you could have gone through, then growing up with ADHD, diagnosed or undiagnosed, and the teasing that can happen really shapes that self-concept. Now, I'm not saying that my self-concept was fully shaped by other people. We cannot blame that on anybody else. We are responsible for our own self-concept. So there's there's that thought to gnaw on. You are responsible for your own self-concept. Nobody else should be creating it for you. I can tell you that today my self-concept looks completely different and it's so much better. Um, because I got to know myself. So back to being raised by immature parents. So this leads us to sometimes feeling emotionally unsafe. Think about it. When you were upset as a little kid, how did the adults around you act? How were big emotions handled? Did they teach you how to feel and identify the emotion? Or just try to find a way to like make you happy again. Again, this is based on studies and my experience. This is not every single ADHD years experience. But the more people that I talk to, coach, and that I see go through my coaching program, seriously, it's a lot of our experiences. Everything we go through as human beings builds a bank of evidence which we base our current situations, thoughts, decisions, and emotions off of. Sometimes we don't know why, why we are avoiding certain pain or something hard that we really want to do. To quote Tom Hartman, again, childhood self-esteem is a significant and accurate predictor of adult competence. So, when I was reading the the study about the ACEs assessment, the adverse childhood ex- experiences, um, it's a set of questions to determine the percent of adverse childhood experiences, aka those little t traumas. This study showed a significant connection with higher scores and ADHD. So diagnosed or not, again, ADHD can result in bullying, being called names, being told we're doing it wrong, asked if we're paying attention, if we care. As we grow, the self-concept that develops is usually unhealthy and inaccurate because we end up in shame spirals, we hustle for our worthiness, we fail more, So we shame ourselves more. So the collection and like your collection of thoughts that you have about yourself 
are made by either hearing something as a child and taking it on as your self-worth or hearing somebody say something to somebody else about somebody else and you take it on as part of your your self-concept because you feel like maybe you identify with that and as we grow we build our self-concepts using some of our own thoughts and but it's mostly made up of other people's thoughts and beliefs that they've spoken about think about it like you wouldn't know the word lazy if nobody ever said it you wouldn't know the word strong if nobody ever said it and the things that I associate with being strong could be completely different from the things that you associate with being strong so this is definitely an episode that you may want to save so you can come back to it again and again because it gets tricky here Did you know that you are actually the one that's allowed to create your own self-concept and that you're supposed to? Yep, we do. And it's really hard work, but I'm going to help you start. I'm going to help you start the process right here, right now. But if you want to dig deeper, listen and we'll be right back. Hey listener, if you're looking for a little bit more in setting and reaching your goals or any other part of my podcast, you have two options below. You can join Focused and we both get a credit to our account, or you can sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me in the second link. Do either one if you feel like you want more support in these areas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. So who are you? Now I want you to take out all the titles and all the other things. Like, for example, I'm a teacher, a daughter, I'm a life coach, etc., etc. Take those out. If you weren't all or any of those things, how would you show up in the world? For example, I show up as a helper. No matter what, where or with who, I show up. I'm kind and I help people. I am a person who is learning to become more organized, and I'm a person who always tries her best. That's a little tiny, tiny snapshot of my current self-concept. The next key question is, do you like you? After spending some time, and I'm talking like a few, a few days, maybe a few weeks, writing down the inner thoughts that you have about yourself, look at what you wrote. Do you, like, what do you think about it? Do you like it? I know. Thinking about your thoughts. It's something we don't often think about, but... Because <laughs> it, it's a meta concept, like, think about what you're thinking about. But really, when you're looking at your thoughts written down on a piece of paper, you will understand what I'm saying. When I looked down at that piece of paper and saw that unless I beat myself up, I didn't feel worthy or unless I didn't do things all perfectly, I felt like a failure. Like, those things broke my heart, and I was on a fast track to change them. So I hope, I hope that you want to, and I hope that you are. Because here's the thing, you get to define you. So who are you? If you just were dropped on Mars and there's, say there's life on Mars and blah, blah, all the things, 
and they just drop you on Mars, what kind of person would you show up and be? What is your default person? What's your default mode? What do you love doing? What do you always end up doing? I'm always going to be helping and teaching people. That's just, that's just who I am. I believe that I will grow and eventually coach people and teach adult teachers how to teach. But right now I'm fine with teaching my kids and teaching you how to develop and live happier and live in alignment with your real values. You have to come up with that. You have to dig deep. What do you value? What is important to you and why? And when you write these things down, write maybe a, a sentence near it of, of where you came up with that thought about yourself. Um, it'll help you to really map it out of where you kind of got your thoughts. But I'm telling you, if you just start recording them like today and you do it for a week and then you read those pages, you'll prop, you might be surprised if you don't think about your thoughts a lot already. I made a freebie for you to start off. And as always in the link, if you want to take these concepts further, I invite you to join Focused. I'm pretty sure there's a discount right now. So get on it ASAP if you want to join Focused. Or you can click the other link and sign up for a free 30-minute coaching session with me. And I'll help you dig deeper. Or you could just click the link for the freebie and enjoy. Either way, I can't wait to hear more about your self-concept and how you are developing it, what you're doing with it, and how you're going to change the world. That's all I have for now. Talk soon. Stay authentic, my friends.